Welcome to the Off Grid Podcast with Ralph and Vicki. Let's get going. Well, believe it or not, where are we? We are in Wyoming, and we are with two of our favorite friends, Scott and Angie Denny from Table Mountain Outfitters. Guys, thanks for having us. Of course. It's great to have you back out. Yeah, thanks for being here, bud. Appreciate it. Hey, I'm going to tell you, you know, they've watched you on TV. They've followed you on social media. They may have hunted with you. And they probably hunted with you, a whole bunch of these people. <laughs> How long have you guys been doing this? Well, Since 97. Well, yeah, our first full year was 97. Now you're trying to date us. I am. No. You're dating no, right now. I'm going to feel young, but Angel, that won't But believe it or not, I've been guiding four Table Mountains since 93. Okay, so you were working for them, and then you purchased them. Yeah, we, we purchased them December of 96. So 97 was our first full year. My first year guiding ever was 92. Wow. So, Scott. No. Wow, man. I, I'd He's like showing to say, some age now. I was, yeah. I was 12. <laughs> oh, okay. Here it comes. Well, yeah. then I probably was 18 or something like that. <laughs> Damn it, I'm still older. No matter how you bring it up. All right, now here's a good one. Um, when you guys first started, were you together? Yes. yes. So, let's have everyone understand, how does the outfitting a family outfitting business mm -hmm. you, you, you know what i mean yeah. how does it how does it turn around the the family life well we we were in business <laughs> together before we started the outfitting or before we bought the outfitting business so we we built houses. We, we owned a construction company first. Okay, this is oh. news I never knew. Yeah. <coughs> See? What? I, I thought I told you all no. this. We were building custom homes when I was 12 years old. Right. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Oh, man. Put the yeah. waiters on now. Exactly. <laughs> but, yeah, so, you know, we just got married, and I'd been guiding for Table Mountain, and I'm like, I want to try this. You know what I mean? I said, we don't have a... I kept saying, no, 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 wait, what What are we going to, how are we going to do that? What if we lose everything? And he goes, wait a minute, what do we have? Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah, that's we right. We had nothing to no, lose okay. and everything to gain. We're so good. We, wow. Uh, and we just got married and, and Angie was pregnant. We moved to Wyoming. <laughs> yep. And our daughter just had her 23rd, 23rd right? Birthday. Yeah, Kinley. Just the other day, so. Yep. That's, that's pretty nice. awesome, guys. That's awesome. When you, when you sit and think about it and you go in today's world, um, that, that, that is better than awesome. Yeah. We're so proud of you guys, it's man. Pretty we cool. are. It's pretty cool. It is. It's a great way to bring up a family. I had no idea this is what we were going to do. You know what well, I mean? Well, no. Who does, right? When we first started out, like you said, building houses, I had another job with the health district. And when we moved down here, I kept going, oh, I got to get back to work. I got to get back to work. And this guy over here tells me. Dummy, you're already working. I can't afford you to go anywhere else. <laughs> like, I need you here. I need Angie. that slave labor. Exactly. exactly. We could not afford to pay someone to do what she did. We couldn't. We couldn't. You know. We no. We we, we totally understand. And you know at what I'm that saying. point, that's when I finally said, "Of well, if you can't beat them, join them." And I. That's right. You jump in all the way. Yeah. I mean, you can't do it half-hearted. You can't do it part way. I mean, it was the only way to make it work. So. So now, did both of you hunt before that? I always did. Uh, you know, okay. I, I I grew up. Uh, well, I was. We were both born in in Washington, and you know, my dad was a big hunter, and 
and uh, then I moved to northern Michigan for 11 years and you know did the you know the tree stand hunt oh, and all buddy. that and then uh did, you know I didn't my family didn't hunt out in Michigan I was the only really one that hunted so I just went out and figured it out the best I could and, and as soon as I graduated high school moved back to Washington went and did some school played a little baseball in college and met the wife and <laughs> here we are the wife the wife the I wife know. i didn't start hunting until i met him of course of course i grew up in a family where my dad was fond of rifles and pistols and i was comfortable so with shooting the guns. was fine yeah. but it's not the hunting that side. was something that we always you know we were very comfortable with and then i met him i was like hmm, i don't know i don't think i can you know and then i shot my first pheasant and, or no grouse it, it was, was a grouse it was a grouse yeah and then uh the next year I went and shot a deer and I did the whole, oh no, honey, I'm, I'm so, I, I don't know what to do. And he goes, what do you mean? I'm like, I'm so excited. This is like so cool. <laughs> That's awesome. She's like, I, I'm not upset. <laughs> she's crying because she's not upset about exactly. it. I'm not, awesome. upset. Yeah. I'm not upset. Well, I think a lot of women and a lot of, a lot of young, young adults can relate to that mm -hmm. because they don't understand hunting. Right. You know what I mean? They haven't right. experienced it. And, right. And, you know, maybe they've seen it on TV or social media, but, but they've never personally right. felt that feeling. Exactly. And it's a totally that. different feeling for everybody. You don't know exactly what they're going to come up with. And right. You don't know I how the reaction's going to be. Yeah. Yep. I see it with a lot of our hunters. You know, some of the newer hunters that aren't really sure what's happening and they go out and try it for the first time and you're always kind of, okay, so how are you doing? You know, what do you think? And they're like, wow, this is really cool. I get to see what happens to my own meat. And I get to see, be out here in the, in God's country and do this wonderful thing and, and enjoy it with other people. And then there's some people that are like, okay, I'm okay with this. You know, I think I can handle it. And you know, then, and then there's had, some that are like, okay, well, I did it once. Me. Yeah. Yeah. It, and it happens. And I, you know, those ones at least go home with an experience that, they attempted or tried or understand right and you happening. can't fault them if it's not for them no, it's not for them I have that's all not at all not at all no but the reality of it is those particular people probably go, have gone back now and turned around but they're not against it no see right. that's the big they're thing knowledgeable. they witnessed it right, and they said right. they claimed that mm -hmm. you know maybe this isn't for me but they also saw what you guys are so known for and that's the camp camaraderie, the you know the the adrenaline rush, whether it's antelope, mule deer, elk, black bear, mountain lion, you guys. I mean, I mean, it, it's so important. I, I I feel, and I think Vicky does too. Is is that even if this isn't your your genre, if this isn't what you're interested in, to try it once and experience it. And see what it does for other people. Understand what management does, which you guys are so great at. And, and, you know what I mean? Well, absolutely. So, you know, what we, we're all victims of is the false narratives out there. <laughs> and, and when a person is given the chance, most people, you know, there's a lot of people in the city that don't have the chance to be around a, a, a firearm in a, in a, in a good setting. Uh, you know, how many kids have you ever seen get to shoot a 22 or a BB gun for the first time that didn't like it? Right. Yeah. Especially Great if they point it you know in, I mean? in an empty can or something <laughs> yep. like that and they get the reaction. Yep. Exactly. You know, let's say it has the same with hunting. I mean, when you get to come out and see what it's all about and, and get to wreak the rewards of the harvest and, you know, put it on the grill and that kind of stuff. I mean, those people, most people, 
people, if they're honest with themselves, really enjoy it. Yeah. You're right, Scott. Because it, it, it's all about the experience. It, it's it, not it about the kill. No. That, that, it's not about no. that. I mean, and that's the problem. The people, like you said, false, you know, this is what they're doing. They're trying to make it like we're evil people, right. but it's not right. about the kill. It's about no. the experience and getting to that point. 100%. Same with, with you know, the, the false narratives on dog hunting of any sort, you know, whether oh, it be boy. dirt or dogs or hounds or whatever. People don't know. They don't understand. They, they You can make it look evil. You know, right. you can make anything look terrible. And it's then it's really hard to, you know, get someone to just take a chance and go see it. And Knowledge see what it's all about. is power, Absolutely. right? In anything, especially in today's world, knowledge is the key. I mean, if you don't understand it, you really shouldn't talk about it until you get out there and try it. Well, I That's think right. you nailed or it. Don't Google it. it. Yeah. Experience, experience it. it. Personally, experience the situation, mm-hmm. and then I, I agree with you. And then. Then you can have an opinion yes. and you can, you right. can ex- educate other people on what are, what did happen and what didn't happen. Right. I now haven't we, had anybody come to bear camp and go home upset about it. They, they've come in and had their eyes open to what is happening. They may not exactly like it or want to do it themselves, but they go home with a lot of information. The understanding of yes. it and what it is. Yes, exactly. But that's also, you know, kudos to you guys. You take the time. You take yes. the time to take them out, to let them experience it, to witness it. Absolutely. You, you know, it, and, and it's something Vicky and I have seen. And Vicky, it was funny. You were just on your, your phone. It was 10 years ago the other day. Yeah, it was 10 years ago. The first time I came and hunted with you. I can't believe it's been that long. 10 that years ago. Crazy. Yeah. The, and we've known each other on, for yeah. longer. Yes. Yes. We just never, yes. right. we never just hunted together. Right. It, it That's was, when it, we figured out we were pen pals. Yeah, we're pen pals. <laughs> oh, yeah. Angie yeah. and I, yeah, yeah. I'll never forget that day. I yeah. asked her, we're doing cameos for her. And so I like pens. Oh, oh honey, I know. And Scott, I, when I and got here, know. Angie's got all the same pens that I do. And I'm like, and she's got a gazillion of them also. So we're doing cameos for the show. And I come straight out and ask her. I'm like, now I need to ask you this question. She's like, okay, I go. I'm, I'm when you, totally serious. She's like, totally serious. I'm like, when you walk down an office supply aisle at Walmart or Office Depot, do you have to look at the pens and buy one? And she just looked at me. I thought she was crazy. I'm like, how do you know that? I'm like, I could tell because I do. And they're all the same pens. I know. It's a weird thing, but it is. It's a thing. Help us, Scott. And every time I find a new pen that I love, I get a set for Angie. Same back. I do yeah, the same we thing. We just do it. We're pen We're just pails. lucky it's not diamonds. Yeah. Oh, buddy. <laughs> simple things. Simple things. Simple things. But yeah, it was 10 years ago. I came out here with Brenda Potts. Yes. And we, gosh, we, that was so much fun. It was so much fun. But 10 years, my gosh. Yeah. Uh, again, yeah, what right. is wrong it's, with you? You keep bringing up this age I thing. I know. <laughs> it's I remember you coming down the road and it's like... What did you do to your truck? Oh my gosh, I forgot. Oh, I forgot about that. They hit a bump and busted a strut in the front end. And then I made Vicky drive it to Casper. <laughs> yeah, isn't she nice? Yeah. Uh-huh. Well, she's your pen pal. I know. Exactly. I know. They're out there hot rodding. They're out doing the Galloping. Baja deal, man. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah I think when you some... and I are so concerned about taking care of the vehicles and, uh-huh. you know what I mean, maintenance. Whatever. Really. I know. Yeah. See, okay. I broke Scott, a truck. No. I never had an issue with a vehicle. Me neither. And Lana just blew a tire on a van, though, not too long ago. (laughs) I bet we got lots of stories about that I bet we do. Let's go back to hunting, shall we? We could probably get in trouble with some of the stories. (laughs) You know, we better not do that. We're going to need to figure out how we're going to title this podcast. So so, so now here we are. Explain to everybody 
your first year in business. Don't go away. We'll be right back with more Ralph and Vicky's Off-Grid Podcast. This segment of the Off-Grid Podcast is brought to you by Browning. The pleasure of owning a Browning shotgun is derived partly by legendary traditions of excellence started by John Moses Browning a century and a half ago. The original Automatic 5, A5, established a standard that was never truly supplanted. And today's brilliant Browning shotguns are derivative of all the great inventiveness of our founder. Not all guns suit everyone perfectly, but there is a perfect Browning shotgun for you. Browning, the best there is. Hey, thanks for coming back. Now let's get back into Ralph and Vicky's Off-Grid Podcast. Now here we are. Explain to everybody your first year in business outfitting you know, you know what i mean because people pe <laughs> this, people only this, this, see what they want to see right? right they only listen to what they want to listen to they don't understand the pitfalls the problems oh, and yeah. the trials and errors oh, yeah. so and i was a new mom yeah her. well when we she wasn't she we moved everything down about midway through the 2007 we finally got a house and everything set up and i remember the first time we had to do bills <laughs> I'm pretty sure I cried. <laughs> we um, had a nice little bank account, and then we went and paid bills. And there was, was like, you know, 100 bucks left. And she was crying. Oh, my gosh. What are we going to do? We had this bad. nice construction company, and I had a job, exactly. and we paid bills. Exactly. No, and wait a minute. Outfitters here. make millions, exactly. right? Oh, they, yeah. have, they have no overhead. They of have course. Self-employed. There's no risks. Angie was delivering or making pizzas on her first Mother's Day. I was. Oh my! He was delivering, and I was making pizzas. Yep. We worked in a pizza joint, and oh my gosh, that's what you had to do to get the bills right, paid, right? You know, I mean, you're making it happen, you know. But yep. you know that that Obama first... actually did not build it. Oh jeez, no, that first year though, he'd go up into camp, and then Kinley and I would come up for a day, and mm -hmm. then we'd go back home because she was still. I remember one of our first clients that well, came into camp. You, the first camp that you did, you were cooking oh, at I nine, was cooking. Month, nine months pregnant. I cooked over my due date because I didn't want to not be up there. And right. I mean, the doctor was not happy with me. And I'm like, I think pretty much all the hospitals know how to deliver babies. So I'm it doesn't pretty matter okay. if I'm here Anywhere or there. Exactly. Yeah, so. But it, it was a crazy night that night. And I had to sleep on a cot and a tent and I burned the entire dinner and it was awesome <laughs> nobody said a word but in I between bet they camps so we did one camp then we moved it set it up and then went home had Kinley and then I had to go back to camp right. and finish do another hunt it was archery so, so now you were doing drop camps or no what? we were doing archery antelope at that time so we did we did one hunt on the August 15th okay hunt and then we were done, so we moved to a different area that opened on September 1st back then. And then uh, after Kinley was born, I went back up, did the other camp, and then, you know, we just go back and forth. So we didn't have quite as many hunters as we do now. No. 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 So Not now let's all. take from the 90s mm -hmm. to 2020. Mm -hmm. um, a, a lot of equipment changes, a lot of technology, a 100%. lot of things. How has that impacted you, you so, guys. so one of the first uh, 
archery industry companies that we worked with was a small little company just starting up in the late 90s called Double Bull Lights. Yeah, yeah there you go. So, oh, yeah. in fact, we just... See, Beamer. So yeah. we were talking with uh, Keith, not just in Harrisburg when we were out there last year, and talking about that. And uh, hey, I, I hate to interrupt, uh-huh. but but you know this is this is just all of us talking. Did you see? I saw it this morning. Beamer uh, he was cutting a tree at on on the hunting lease. I guess yesterday, the tree fell. His back is broken in three spots. spots. Oh was, no! Yeah. He paralyzed. He said he can wiggle his toes. He can wiggle his okay, toes. Good, good, oh good. gosh, gosh! And yeah. so you know, I mean, let's all. I mean, yeah, our prayers right go Absolutely. out to Beamer right 100%. now. But I, I just saw it this morning. My, I had no idea. Yeah. yeah so it's funny how that come up. Yeah, it is. But that was a. Uh, yeah, like not good. Not good at all. That could happen to anybody. Wow. But Double Bull, cha- didn't they, they changed the way they people were, hunt. They, they, sure double did. Bull Blinds was one of the few, you know, everybody's trying to come up with the new graded thing. And they really did, you know, they really did change things. Yep. The, 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 that, that blind, that hub system, they seen it and they had a vision and they went with it and they did a great job. But, you know, another, you know, big game changer, I think, is the laser range finder. Yeah. Agreed. Instead of having the one we had to like scroll it sideways, the, <laughs> the yellow boxes. Yeah. Yeah. People are gonna think, "What are they talking about?" Yeah. <laughs> They're old. We're old. Yes, exactly. Old, we're back to that you know, again. But uh, no, I mean that's that's it was really neat. They were just starting up. Uh, another another uh, small company that we met back then was uh, Hunting Net. There you Todd go. Yeah. Graf. Yep. Todd Graff. We've been working yep. with him since '97. I mean, it's he was just you know yep. we're all, <laughs> I remember. Keith and Brooks talking about uh, you know sleeping in the shop floors and making blinds and I mean talking to Todd at eleven o'clock at night trying to put a website together yep. for us. Yeah, he uh, worked mm-hmm. with us when we had the shop and from the yeah. shop to the mm-hmm. videos, the videos. Yep. We actually we still we, our website's still with those guys. Yeah, so yep. is ours. Yeah, hundred percent. That's the first website we had. And well, they been with they them were ever since. they were so innovative back then. Absolutely, they, they were. They were on the ball. They had yeah. a vision and they went with it. Well, now it's still back in the cusp of. Do we really need a website? Right. Do we? But now, wait. Now we have to have social media. I know. What the heck? Yeah. It, it's crazy how things have changed. But uh, it's, you know, that's you know those those early you know years were there were probably some of the more innovative years. Uh, you know, today there's still there's some good innovation, but it's really hard to reinvent the wheel. Yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. You know, it's it's tough. I'm sure someone will come up with something, but it's it's going to be a, a a tough chore. So 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 now going into that, mm-hmm. you guys just we just saw some pictures mm-hmm. of the new lodge. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh! Mm-hmm. Are you yeah. guys posting them? Or, or can people? Because you, because you, you, we they have to see it. They, they're like it. no. Scott's yeah. shaking his head. No. Yeah. No. Yeah. <laughs> no you want to see really it? Book no, them on. But what, you, you took all your years of of seeing how to make your camps better. Each and better, one we're just trying to improve just a little bit. And you created more. like mm-hmm. the the ultimate, which. Man, kudos to you guys. It, Thank you. You know, and they, you always want to make it better. I mean, yeah. we're, you know, all our years, you keep reinvesting, trying to get a little bit better, a little bit better without breaking the bank, you know. And right. uh, it's, you know, the, the camp we're in right now, it's it's nice, but it could be better. 
Mm-hmm. You know, we want to make it better. We're constantly trying to make it better. One at a time. And it, you know, <laughs> yeah, please. <laughs> but this is One perfect. At a time. You, you know what I mean? Because well, this is, I mean, we've been to some camps that, I mean, this blows camps that we've oh, been yeah. away. I mean, there's sure. just, like you said, know, I, it's I'm comfortable. I'm this camp. I'm, no, not, at I'm all. proud not of at it. All. I just want to make it better. Yes. Right. right. I always want to make it better. Yeah, you don't just sit back on your laurels and just hope that, oh, well, we can just no. keep going it this way. No, you need to keep changing it, keep you making know, it better. Trying to, trying to find, you know, it's an the properties i mean we're nothing without the good properties i don't care how good we think we are if we do not have good properties with good game and manage it well we're nothing we, right you know that's, that's just the all other there is key to it. is managing it well yes because i mean we could book as many hunters as we want and and with thank <laughs> god that we can but we also have to be able to manage the licenses for the hunters and manage the game in the end and yeah. if we can't do that we're not gonna and it's we, tough we can't be you, know, you mean you guys have seen it i mean a lot of people know how you, you know it's you know you know managing big properties are just as tough as managing small properties small properties you know if you can manage a small property you that is good. like the ultimate if you can do that and that's that's uh, it's a big deal so but it's always it's a never-ending battle for you for anybody that hunts is trying to find a good piece of property to hunt on or you know a good piece of, you know find your little uh little spot on public ground your little, that you, you, your, yeah. your, yes. little your little hidey hole i mean and we're all we're all you know that's with all the the cool technology and stuff like that you, it helps but uh you know we're always looking for that little our little little secret honey hole well i'll tell you one thing all the years that that I personally have done this, mm-hmm. which has been a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm getting damn old. Mm-hmm. But here's the thing I've learned. with Hunting with different, different outfitters, one of the things you always try to do research on, and that is find out who has a high return of clientele. Because when you find an outfitter that's, there, that's doing that, you know you found a perfect home. Because mm-hmm. that means hunters are spending their hard-earned money to go back and back and back again. And I commend you guys because you guys have a tremendous return of clientele. We're Heck, very I mean, blessed. Yes. Very blessed. But they, that, that that speaks a lot of what you guys offer and what you do. And then, I mean, it's really awesome. And, and again, it's, it's Vicky, RJ, uh, and myself, we're so proud to call you guys friends, and and you know to, to come out here. You guys let us come out and, and have fun and, and see what it's about. But um, it just keeps getting better. Even though you're getting grayer, I just I just wanted to throw it out there. No one can see it right now, but the reflection, I you know, just from the lights, it's and the, blinding you. It, it really is. I mean, I won't take my hat off because that'll yeah, blind really you guys. Blinding. That's pretty tan. Yeah. <laughs> so what does the future hold for you guys? Stay right there. We'll be right back with more of the Off Grid Podcast right after word from our sponsors. There's no feeling like it when you've prepped the gear, done the research, found the spot, nailed the presentation, and now there's only one thing left to do. It's hook set season. So gear up and start your season at Bass Pro Shops and Cabela's. Your adventure starts here. Yeah. <laughs> so what does the future hold for you guys? You know, um, I 
I personally am still enjoying what we're doing. Good. I, I awesome. really, really enjoy it. And I just, I like building it. I, I like building things. I'm having a good time where you got to the point where we can afford to, you know, improve our camps. And I like reinvesting in those. Um, one of our big growing demographics, which we can contribute to these two ladies, are the women. I mean, mm. they see you guys. They, they see what you're doing. Um, they see you in our camp. And they see you on TV, Vicky, and and they go, wow. Though they they deal, you know, they 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 like having women in camp, which is a good thing. But we're trying to make it a little more comfortable, so the gal, you know, we have we're trying to get more individual rooms and stuff. Where, you know, and, and with the COVID world, we need more individual rooms Ooh, for that. Yeah, too. So you're not kidding. We're right. really working mm-hmm. hard on uh, smaller individual rooms so we can keep more people happy and comfortable. And so it's reinvesting that way right now. Um, Kids are getting more into it. Kinley's, you know, married. She's rocking. Married. Yeah. And, and, uh, She's out guiding RJ right now. Right, right now. now. Right yeah. now. Doing that. Yep. Keaton's guiding for us the last couple of years, too. Uh, you know, he's still playing a little hockey right now. But uh, I think he wants to, you know, you know, get more involved with the business, and which is great. And it will just help us, you know, be able to expand a little bit. So, on And then when you guys are ready to retire, he can just go ahead and take it over, huh? <laughs> Both of them. Are you going to retire? Are you going to retire? I don't know. I don't know that we know that what that means. I don't know. No, I don't, don't know what that means. I don't even know how to spell it. So I'm Me not neither. Gonna, you know what I mean? Just I when I think we're it. getting no. to that point where we could talk about it, this guy goes and does something <laughs> crazy, like crazy build brand new buildings and, or yeah, something. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Or finds a new lease. I, just, or... I truly enjoy building. <laughs> you know what I mean, Jake? I think it yeah. starts with the construction and stuff, but building the business is no different. No, you're right. It's, uh, you like, got to have a good foundation. Yep. You know, you you got to put the parts together well, yep. and you got to hope that you, you, if something goes wrong, you can mend those things. Right. That's business. Right. My dad, rest his soul, he said to us when we bought the business, he goes, "Now, there's the thing: you don't go into a brand new business and change everything. <laughs> you don't think you know everything. You go in and you do it Smart the way man. it is." And then next year, if there's something you can improve on, you do it. Right. And in then stages. the next year, right. yes. He goes, don't ever go in and change everything because you're just going to implode. Well, and that's still, and I still think we're learning and improving. I, I don't feel like we know no. everything to do with this industry no. Or, no. or about this business. There's, We're learning from everybody still. I mean, there's still lots of stuff to learn. I can learn from young kids to people that have been mm-hmm. in the, the business forever. I, I, I like that. I think it's, it's a good way to live. <laughs> Amen. Now, before we go off and you know and, and head our different directions, twenty twenty. Mm-hmm. I think we all want to see it go away, huh, Vicky? What do you yeah, say? Yeah, I can't even <clears throat> tell you what my hashtag is. Twenty twenty has been a rough year for I think almost for everyone. I mean, we've it had has. good times. We've it, had sure great things happen. We're to here. You, we have a great time. Right. Yes. But, I mean, and we're here during this crazy pandemic thing. You know, keeping our distance. Blah blah. You know, but at the same right. time, it has been a crazy year and. I mean, look at you guys here. You guys are in Wyoming. You guys have everything going on like you're supposed to. But then you have the outfitters like, we haven't gone to Canada this year. We aren't no. going to Canada this year. The first I time really in over 30-something years that we haven't gone. I'm worried yeah. for them. Once I'm worried for five? some of Yes, exactly. Thank you, Scott. I appreciate that. <laughs> yes. But that was five. Yes. <laughs> Take that brown stuff off your nose. Go on. I Yeah. No, but no, no, but I'm reality- I'm worried what, about them. I'm worried right? about some of those businesses. Oh, We're fortunate enough we that have, we still have- 
Enough well, you've had cancellations. Oh, absolutely. We have. Absolutely. Yes. Now, now, here's what's crazy, okay? The people that have canceled, mm-hmm. right, they probably are still going shopping. They're going to Walmart. They're doing all this, but they're afraid to come out to a camp. Mm-hmm. Right. That you've you've set up everything. Yep. You have all, all, all the cleaning sanitizers. You, you have everything here. They're going to be in a blind or they're going to be on a mountain. Yep. Literally with no one around them. Right. Yep. But their guide. Yep. And 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 they're nervous. Mm-hmm. Are they nervous? Is it just because of the media? Yeah, I, ninety. <laughs> I'd I say ninety percent. So. Yes. <laughs> Scary. And there's there's always, of course, there's always people that are in our camps that are you know alive because of modern medicine you know oh, it, yeah right good point right and those people um they you know they're susceptible to anything so right and the media does have everyone whipped up so bad that they're scared and don't and, get us wrong we don't think this is anything no there's definitely a pandemic we all understand worldwide yes. absolutely but yes. at the same time it's a little bit out of proportion, it's out of proportion. I it's really do portion, believe that. But I understand why those people, you know, everybody that has canceled has been legit. I mean, it's... Yeah. It has been They're something. from Canada. They can't They can't come they can't. order. They right. can't physically, you know, they weren't out We loud. have another gentleman that's hunted with us several times, but he, and he knows what our camps are about. And he knows, he goes, I know you guys are doing your job on keeping everything, but I just can't take the chance because my health is not okay. Sure. Right. So, and I'm like, right. great. You know, yeah, you I'm know, not going to... Um, I get it. Yep. Modern no, medicine what? has kept He'll them be here alive, next year. and yes, they're at huge <laughs> risk. Will. So, I'm sorry. I said modern medicine have kept them alive, and they're at huge risk. Right. right. They have underlying right. conditions, and uh, you know, hopefully, we can get uh, vaccinations, and they can get out next year or whatever. But like the the, the Canadian outfitters right now, they're not going to only lose money this year; going to lose money <sighs> next year if yeah. they're still in business at all. Right. And uh, it's it's going to be a two to three year recovery uh, for those outfitters. Now, they'll make it. Uh, you know the the people. You know, but I feel bad for them because there's a lot of people out there that had a small nest egg, and they lost it due to this yep. pandemic. And and it's going to take 10, 15 years to get that nest egg back. Sometimes you know? more. Or, Sometimes yeah. it took if if ever double that. If ever. Yeah. If and, ever. Uh, yep. I don't know. It's just a, it's a bad deal, you know. And we're very fortunate to still be as strong as we are at this point. And it's still scary. I mean, we still, got a we, long we, 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 time no, to go still. Yep. You know, you just don't know if somehow they're going to get things shut down again if they shut down i mean if if, if october gets shut down for us we're done it's, yeah uh, you know 25 years down the toilet mm-hmm. they can be right yeah if all of a sudden they say oh by the way you can't go into wyoming right, right. you can't leave your right. home state or whatever it right. is it's it's no scary. one shows up i mean we're booked really really well and if every you know if 90 percent of the people show up man it's like a we're great, good great year. Good. It's one of our best years ever but if somehow they get get make it where no one can come, then really, literally, we could lose absolutely everything. everything. It could be, you know, it could be everything. So we'll see. So here's a question for you guys. Mm-hmm. And actually, I already know the answer, but it sounds better if it comes from you guys. Mm-hmm. You guys have all kinds of different hunts. You mm-hmm. guys book all kinds of different hunts in different states. Yeah. Tell us what it is. So... Well, you know, Wyoming's our home state. That's where we live. That's where we do the majority of our hunts. So, uh, you know, we start out August 15th, archery antelope, and then we move to, you know, September 1st, archery deer and antelope or combos. Combos. And then about the, around the 10th, we'll start archery elk hunting. We'll do that through the rest of September. Then uh, we'll start 
rifle deer elk and antelope october 1st and we go usually do that through about mid-november and then we'll do a few cow elk hunts you know at the end of november early december a few cougar hunts we'll, we do four to six cougar hunts back in and, idaho and back it and then we switch to idaho for that um i don't like cougar hunting in wyoming it's it's conditions just, just it's aren't just, or you need the snow just, where yes. the areas that we hunt for cougars just it's we don't have very good conditions mm-hmm. we got the cats it's just you know you never it's the conditions it's, that's why you go to idaho that's yes. why we go to idaho for that mm-hmm. and then uh then we'll go to idaho again in uh, spring we'll end up out there uh bear early seasons. april yeah early april it starts uh season actually starts the 15th of april and it goes through the end of uh june, june. so we're out there for about two and a half months and then so. it's paperwork season yeah you guys skipped over you went from hunting season to spring hunting season you forgot show season oh yeah there's show season you know you got january february that are full and of, booking yeah mm-hmm. i mean that's that's the hard seasons honestly when when the hunting is not going on that's that's the hard season that's sure, it's all rougher. the booking yeah. it's all yep. the it's all the paper it's the travel the, the travel. everything yes. else yep. That and is, licenses, you know, in, in the state of Wyoming, you have to have licenses drawn. And so right. really trying to prepare for that and get everybody in in time. Because you sure, do that. You yes, do that for all your clients. we do that for all the clients. So yeah. then not for only for their convenience, but for us knowing that they're in the right area, that we have the piece of property. They didn't put that, it in the wrong unit or something right, like that. And right. we've never screwed and that up. No, well, Knock on wood. Why would you say that? <laughs> Don't ever hire all. me to do that but, for you. Yeah, but no. the key thing about some of those licenses in the state is they're going, they're getting harder to draw. So those preference points, then we have to, we have to remind them about preference point season you have to purchase preference points right. between july and no you know the end of october and so then it's another whole system of paperwork that to get them to get the preference points and in time. you know keep up with the tv show and yeah. do the the stand-ups and and the know, sponsors and, the sponsors. and yes, there's, yes there's a lot to it mm-hmm. now here's a question then okay let's just talk someone wants to go antelope hunting with mm-hmm. you guys mm-hmm. which is probably going to be done more in august unless mm-hmm. they want to go the combo right or, the meal right what would you say their odds are of drawing an antelope tag fairly it, good it their should, first time it should be 100 percent. yes we, okay it should be i mean there's yep preference I'd points say, always make it easier but there are ways i mean there are some areas that we can still get licenses. like archery okay. antelope is is very easy area to draw how about deer then deer's a little tougher but we you know with the point we uh you know we in all reality you know we're drawn 95 to 100 percent okay so mm-hmm. on deer and antelope let's lead into the other one elk elk mm-hmm. elk with a couple of you know points you're looking at you know in our main area probably 100 percent. i mean so in other words with a someone, couple points yeah, just yeah, a couple, couple so, years okay yeah. so if if someone's thinking about elk hunting with mm-hmm. you guys contact you right away mm-hmm. and start getting your preference yep. points yes. absolutely right yes because then 100%. it's going to give them a two or three year period yep and yep. you they know They'll be hot. There's you always can get them a on the calendar. Yes, yes. And there's, there's always, always a chance, chance that they could draw the first time right. without a point. Very slim. But you, we could start at that point in time and build on that every year. Yep. Doing and, it then, and then we have high point areas. We've got some tough areas to draw, too, for those guys that have, you know, been building points right. for, you know, anywhere from five to ten years, that type of deal. We've got we've got areas that will take either six, five or six. And I have another area. It's like 10 or 11. So, you know, that, uh, cause there that, are people out there that have some really good banks of points that they, just, they don't know where to go hunt. with them. Right. right. Yeah. Exactly. So. And you don't want to use that on a two point area. Exactly. No. <laughs> Not at all. No. no. 
So you make them count. But, uh, absolutely. You know, and then our Idaho stuff's all over the counter, so which is really nice. That uh, you know, Ralph, they've never invited us out to Idaho, Idaho yeah, for she, bear hunting. She, she oh, so never. Bad. I, I know that's a lie. You see her face yeah, once. Oh, <laughs> if you could see eyes, daggers are coming out on Vicky right now. I'm glad I'm the innocent one. Pretty sure every here. year she gets a text from me. Hey, you could be get here one this, right now. I didn't get one this year, and we couldn't go to Canada. I was waiting for that text so I could oh, reply. I don't know about that. <laughs> I don't know about that. Scott and I are just looking at each other, I'm shaking just, our heads. You know head. what? It's I'm probably just, more of a Snapchat, so you don't have proof of it anymore. Exactly. Exactly. That's what it is. You know, here's the thing, though, is that I always tell her, I'm like, no, because she'll kill me in those mountains chasing them bears. Oh, yeah. I know she will. No. She'll laugh at me and push me down I the hill. I would not. And you will talk. Take her, Although, please. Although, wait. <laughs> I was told that I'm out now. I'm yeah. Not the, well, you I'm not the here. best guide anymore. So. You know, Ralph and I, we're here in camp with you guys, and we're actually tagged out, which is why we're doing this podcast right, right now. And you left me yesterday, and TJ took us out, and Ralph and I, we tagged I our two antelope in a matter of three hours. I four, know. All right, four but wait a minute. Maybe. See, I, I see, it would have been I quicker see. if Ralph would have had his boat. If Ralph would have had his boat, we would have been done quicker. <laughs> oh we actually had to gosh. come back like 40 minutes to get his boat and 40 minutes back. You're right. Yeah. It would have been, we could have been tagged right, out after done. that 40 minutes, Funny I didn't waste any works. time. Come on, no, guys. No, you didn't. <laughs> <laughs> Your dang antelope just popped but, up but on the other side here's the thing. I'm, I'm going to slide in to try to get brownie points. Even though Vicky, you know, was was, you know, dishing on you guys the whole nine yards oh, yeah. i understand that you guys got another phenomenal lease we did Absolutely. so we so did. i'm just on your I, I'm, I want you to know i'm the nice guy she's sticking her tongue out at me yeah. <laughs> my gosh because scott was showing me like elk everywhere on his phone and i'm like oh my gosh you better goes, start st- yeah. saving up some points yeah that's that high point area mm-hmm. oh mm-hmm. darn yep you better save up your points. That's all I got to say. You better figure out how to do it, too. Well, I guess what, what this all boils down to is we wanted to take this minute and, and share with everybody to, to understand and know Scott and Angie and, and realize that we're all in this together. Absolutely. You know, they're, they're, they're outfitters. They're, they're family members. They're people that, that love and live this lifestyle that we all cherish and that we thank God every day for these opportunities. And... and Vicki, RJ, and I just want to commend you guys for your success through your life and really damn proud to say that we're friends. Yeah. Absolutely. Thank, you, Thank you guys for having us out again. And Absolutely. thanks for sitting down and chit-chatting and laughing with us. Oh, yeah. Now, and before we know. leave, how do they contact you guys? How do they learn all that? Well, the website's the easiest. Yeah. And uh, just tablemountainoutfitters.com. And they can always call if they get a chance. And this time of season is harder to answer, but leave a, message, <laughs> leave a message. Leave a message. You can call 307-632-6352. What's your cell numbers? <laughs> <laughs> Believe it or not, of, that goes to myself. Yeah, <laughs> most of people and most people end up with our cell phones eventually. Oh so. yeah, eventually. <laughs> well, well, we'll put them on somewhere just to have them talk to you. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. That's a joke. That's a joke. Don't don't hold ah, us. Ah, we would answer. We do, we do my like, best. Oh, what? I do my best we to answer, answer the phone. <laughs> yeah, we, we know you do, bud. We do. Listen again, guys. Thank you so much. And again, just reach out to Scott and Angie and and, and just get to know them. Because I'll tell you what, if you get to know them. I promise you, you'll be hunting with them. And over and over again and again. Yep. I mean, 10 years. Wow. I know. That's Who crazy. I was, That's crazy. I was 20. Don't even go there. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for listening. This is Ralph and Vicky's Off Grid Podcast.